What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. The place where we invite real people to talk about their journey on social media. We'll dig deep into the mindset it takes to be yourself, create massive value, and do it over and over again. This could be the episode that changes your business and life for the better. So let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And I am so pumped because if you've listened at all or you follow me on social media, I'm slightly obsessed with this little thing called video. And and so to have a gentleman on with me that may love video more, but at least as much as me, we're, we just get to nerd out for, for half an hour on, on this podcast episode. And so Nick Niehaus, man, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, I'm excited to talk about it. And, and I don't know. I don't know if I love video more than you do because uh, you get pretty excited about this <laughs> stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to our chat here. Maybe I just, like, you might be a little bit more introverted than me. And so I, maybe I, I just say, probably I wear my excitement louder yeah. than you. You know, right. that, I, I think that's I'm, probably what I'm, it is. I'm like this much more introverted <laughs> than you are. <laughs> There's no doubt. But guys, if, if you don't know who Nick is, you're crazy. Like, what rock do you live under if you don't know this guy? Nick. Nick is a co-founder of, of an unbelievable school. It's called Business Video School. And he's not only the co-founder, but you're, you're the lead trainer. And so right. when somebody goes to the website, which we'll give out here in a little bit, so stay, right? We're going we're gonna to tempt you with, with all, the, all the good stuff if you listen to the end. Actually, that's not true. It'll be in the show notes. So they can't, mm-hmm. they could cheat. But that's true. Well, don't cheat. Video Wait, school, stick around. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't cheat, guys. I want to I, I want to go back to the beginning, Nick. Like there, there's only a few people out there that teach on video, right? Like, I mean, and that's being facetious. If my dry humor doesn't come across to listeners, there's a million people out there trying to help people be better at video. And so why business video school? Yeah, that's a great question. And I, I think that so let me let me give you some background for how we started the school because I think that kind of yeah. answers the question and that is, you know, we I've been doing video production with real estate agents for over five years now, right? So bringing them into okay. a studio, <clears throat> sitting them down, using pre-written scripts, teleprompters, you know, the whole nine yards. And yep. what we found, which was just sort of mind blowing, is is when we'd make this very first video, very first video that ever made in most cases, we put it out, we'd run some ads. And over 50% of them got some kind of business, either a buyer or a listing from those videos in like the first couple weeks, right? So we're talking wow. like pretty quick turnaround, pretty fast ROI. And so we, yeah. we, saw, we always thought like, all right, we're gonna do this, they're gonna come back, right? They're gonna keep coming back, making more videos because like this works, it's a no brainer. Or if they can't afford to keep using us because it was a professional service, right? They'll just make videos themselves. They'll start making them, they'll put them on social because this this should have opened the floodgate for them. They got an ROI, right. so it's gonna happen now, right? And it didn't, that, it just simply didn't happen. So they, we found all these people like months later had not made another video and we're kind of scratching our heads going, I'm not so, I mean, it would be great if they came back to us, but I'm more concerned that they're just not doing it because this is the future yeah. of marketing, future communication. 
And what happened was we realized that there's not, there is a lot of gurus, right? There's a lot of guides, you know, people talking about strategy and talking about, hey, you make this video and then you make this video and you put them together and you run some ads and you're gonna get all these leads and it's gonna be great. And nobody was talking about the how-to, like the, and I'm talking the simple stuff, right? Like right. where is the camera button on the phone screen? You know, yeah. how do you how do you record a video that's not shaky? You know, where do you point the camera? Where do you sit when you're in the camera frame? You know, like all the stuff that of course you need to know first, right? Like if you don't know how to make a simple, basic, you know, the uh, the easiest possible video, then trying to implement a strategy is is not going to work. And we found a lot of people that's where their frustration was coming from is. They could see the agents and the, and the other business owners that were having success with this stuff, but the the, the teaching was too high level, right? So we yeah. kind of came in and said, we're gonna start with the fundamentals. We're gonna teach you all those basic things. We're gonna make simple, the easiest possible videos, like video messages. That's where we start most of the students out. And then we're gonna build on that. And what happens is a much better way to learn, right? So people are able to okay. pick things up and they're able to build on what they're learning over time and they don't just fall flat on their face because they're trying to implement something way too complicated, right. way too early. Hopefully that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, bro. I mean, and so out of all that, w the school was kind of birthed, Yeah. which is the way most good companies start, which is you've identified a need. No one's really out there meeting the need. And so you show up to meet the need. And, and I love it. And so what you glossed over that I want to really, I want to dig into because I, you know that the value is there, but, I, but realtors don't mm -hmm. understand this. You said that y'all help people get started by just simply sending private messages. Right. Talk us, like explain that to people because I, you and I could, could go deep on that. But just saying that private messages like that, that probably doesn't even register for a lot of people. And so like, what does that look like inside of the school for, for you to teach people private messaging? And then like, what are they, are they telling people happy birthday? Are mm -hmm. they saying, Hey, check out my listing. Like what, what is, what does that look like? Yeah. Well, that's, that's a great question. I think that's where, you know, we talked, talked about like the gurus and what are people currently teaching and I see very little education on this particular subject, which sort of shocks me because I know a lot of agents and a lot of businesses that have had a lot of success with video messaging, yeah. right? So, so the core of it is to understand first that video is not just a marketing tool. It's actually a form of communication, right? So we talk about this a lot. People are like, oh, I'm, I'm not a video person. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do video. And I'll say, well, that's okay. it's okay to say I'm not gonna make public facing social media video content but I would challenge you to show me a single person, at least you know, in the worlds where we work, right? That has not been on camera in the past year and a half through a Zoom meeting, right? Like we've all had to get over that fear and be on right. camera to some degree. And so you gotta start there. You gotta accept this idea of like, this, this is way bigger than marketing. It's gonna become yeah. just a way we talk to each other. It already is, right? And so if you think of it that way, then you start to re recognize that there's all other simpler places that you can start with it, right? So video messaging is one. In terms of what you're saying to people, it's all across the board. We, we have a student, uh, we have a program, it's a group coaching program called Fast Track inside a business video school. And one of our students came on the accountability call the other day and we asked her what she'd been doing. She's like, well, I've been too busy to make videos the past few weeks because of all the referrals that I'm getting. But I think it's because of all the wow. birthday video messages I was sending for the month or two yeah. before that. 
And I was like, wait a second, what do you, what do you mean? Like, you're just saying happy, this is something we teach in the school, but it's always, you know, fun to, to hear about it. Like, so what, what were you doing? She's like, I, that's it. I was just wishing people happy birthday through videos, like five to 10 second video messages. And then subsequently over the following weeks, I started getting more referrals from those people, right? And it's just, wow. it's a, it's a better form of communication. It stands out, right? Like when you, yep. when you, it's your birthday, you get a bunch of people writing on your Facebook wall, maybe you get some texts some phone calls, all that. And if you're lucky, you get a few people who send you a video and it doesn't have to be much, but because I can see you, I can hear your tone of voice. I can watch your facial expression. I can see that you're actually, you know, authentically right. excited for me. Um, I can hear that you're using my name. So I know it's a personalized video. Like all of that has a really meaningful impact on the recipient. And then there's the novelty too, which is I'm only getting a couple or, or maybe even just one of these messages. So it stands out, right? So that alone is gonna right. get my attention. So that's one version, right? Is, is just birthday messages, but you can use it for anything. We did another uh, challenge where we had all of our students send in messages uh, more scripted, you know, saying, hey, there's a shortage of houses right now. And some of them made a play off of the toilet paper shortage from last year and kind of comparing okay. it to the housing yeah. shortage, you know, just making it fun, right? And, uh, and they basically were just saying, I got buyers, they need, they need somebody to save them, to be well, willing to sell their house to them, but for a premium basically, because the prices are all much higher this right. year. And so you're gonna make more money and you're gonna save this person a need and let me know if you wanna sell or if you know somebody who's thinking about selling. And so that's another example, right? That's very promotional, it's very direct. Right. Um, but those get a ton of results too. And, and it's just crazy, right? So I, I think in a lot of ways, it's not so much about like, what should I say? It's just that you should take the communication you're already doing and shift it to yeah. video. So if you were texting somebody happy I birthday, send them a video, right? If you're reaching out to follow up on a lead, send them a video instead. You know, it's just, it's about making that transition. And if you start there and you start with these simpler forms of video, when it comes time to launch your YouTube channel or get out there and run Facebook video ads and you got to do something yeah. more polished, you're going to be a lot more comfortable, right? You're going to be ready for Everyone it. Everyone just quit listening when you said YouTube channel and video Facebook ads. Right. That, that, that scared everyone away. Hello, Nick, I... I'm curious your opinion. I was in my coaching group this morning and one of one of my clients asked, is it okay to film a generic birthday video that I then send out to everybody? And, you know, I instantly as like the organic social media guy, I'm like, no, never right. do that. But you guys you guys offer like you're teaching them so many different ways to send you know, private mm -hmm. videos. What is your stance on, are there th moments where like the generic video is okay? Or are you always saying that it should be a personal video where we're saying a name to really allow it to resonate? So I think, I mean, that's a great question. I, I don't know that there's an absolute answer either way. I, I think it is going to be sure. a little bit depending on the situation, but I will say like anything that's personalized is going to have a much larger impact, right? Like, and, and cause I right. mean, we are trained now to try to see through personalization. Like, I mean, I remember when, uh, when emails could first be automatically personalized where you could like, you know, have the name and the subject line. Right. And for like a good year or two, people were like, wow, like they're sending this directly to me. And like, they're taking the time to write this email for me and then we realized no this is just an automated program and, and it's actually the, right. the research i haven't seen the research past couple years but they've shown that people are opening those emails at a lower rate now because we're so conditioned yeah. 
to see that like artificial personalization and, and recognize it. So that's the thing. I've actually had people, I'll write their name on a time. Oh, here it is, here's my whiteboard. Um, so like this, for instance, I don't know if you can see it in the, the light, but you, know, you yeah. write a name on a whiteboard and then I'll, I'll wave and I'll start my video that way. And so they'll literally see their name on the whiteboard. And I still have had people ask me how I automated that. <laughs> like, how did you get my name on the board? And I was like, I said your name too. Like, did you watch the video? You know, um, but we're so conditioned for that. But once we realize it is real and it is personalized, then yeah. it's like, holy crap, you know, this person took the time and then yeah. you know, I, I don't like making videos and they're making a video just for me. And that sticks with somebody, right? Like that, it's like doing them a favor, even though you're not really doing them a favor. You sent them a 10 second message, right? So that has a lot of impact. I think that means that, especially when it's something personal to them, like their birthday or an anniversary or yeah. something, if you can make it personal, if you can send some, something with their name in it, and that idea of the whiteboard and showing their name at the beginning of the video helps too, right? Because they'll see that frame even before they watch yep. the video. That goes a long way, but the trade-off is it takes a lot of, of time, right? Like it, you gotta be on sure. it. It's not even so much the time, it's more just making sure you're going through and doing it every day or, or however often you're, you're doing them, right? So if that's the case, you can have something pre-recorded. Um, it's better than nothing, but people will see through right. it, right? They're not, they're going to know it wasn't just for them. So that's the trade-off. Have, have you guys? Because y'all are y'all 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 are so succinct in, in the way y'all coach and, and what y'all teach. Have y'all done any any research into? Let's have this group of people send out personal videos with names, and let's have this group of people send out pre-recorded. And like, see if there's a drastic difference in like response and and things like that. We haven't yet. I mean, we're we're still pretty small, you know. So there's a lot of. I mean, there's all kinds of research that that as we grow, I think we're going to be able to do, which can be really cool. So we're going to be able to get all this data yeah. on what works or doesn't work. Um, anecdotally, I will say that you can shoot a video that feels like it was not mass produced, right? Like you can shoot stuff and, and really what you're typically doing when you're trying to make something that you shot once but feels like it's sort of personal to each person is you're just trying to do it sort of lower budget, right? You're trying to make it look and feel like, you know, and again, you probably did shoot it with just a phone, right? But you're sure. you're almost sort of doing it in a way that's not too polished because then it feels kind of spur of the moment. Like I have a I have an email automation with with a video where I'm sitting in my car and I'm it's kind of playing the whole like hey I just saw your your information came in so I wanted to send you a video real quick it's obviously not personalized right um, but I have also seen cases where we've been able to use a video that was not personalized um, but personalize the text that you send right so we've sent text messages okay. and yeah. we'll, we'll customize each of the text messages so that that part of it yeah. is personalized so I think you know realistically I mean marketing that's where where it's all going is very personalized messaging and that doesn't necessarily right. mean it has their name in it. it just means that the message is very much intended for that kind of a person right um sure. so as long as you're thinking about that stuff I, th I think you can get away with a fair amount of sort of reusing the same video because it is immensely more efficient right and so that that trade-off there um, can be worth it well i want to talk about like just video in general you know y'all have worked with hundreds and hundreds of realtors from across the country and I think even in, in other industries as well, and y'all are just a year old, right? So, so I mean, y'all, y'all haven't even hit, you know, your mass stride as a business yet, but, but are already doing really cool things. And so when you have new, new agents come in or new clients to you guys, what is the biggest hesitancy that you're seeing in them that, 
that makes them the most afraid to take a step forward into video? Well, it, it comes back to sort of what we started talking out about was, was the idea that they're seeing people doing something that they have been doing for years, right? So we're looking at a, at an influencer who's been making videos for three or four years. They're getting thousands of views. They're getting all this attention. And then they're coming into the school thinking they need to be doing that, right? And they, and they right. don't know what happens in between. So there's all this, this unnecessary pressure that we're putting on ourselves by comparing ourselves to somebody who has a lot more experience at something. Um, and then there's the other aspect, which is as adults, we, we actually learn less effectively than when we're children because our brains are less, are less sure. elastic. You know, we, we can't pick things up as easily, but we sort of approach it the other way around where we're like, well, I'm going to go to one conference for a weekend and take a bunch of notes and come back and immediately implement a bunch of new skills. And it's going right. to take two weeks total, you know, and then it's going to be done. And that's not how complex skill learning works, right? So if you accept that the things you're seeing are several years down the road for you, and, and even if you accelerate it, they're still months and months down the road. And you right. ask yourself instead, what did that person do when they first started? What were the first few steps that they took? And you go look at it. I mean, you can literally go to the first videos they ever posted on their YouTube channel and you'll see they look like crap compared to their new stuff, right? Oh, so yeah. I think that, that's the primary thing. So if you're out there and you're and you're struggling, you're kind of hold, you, you're having trouble getting yourself to get started on those things. Do that exercise, right? Go to these people who you admire and who you want to to imitate, and go back to when they started and look at what they did when they first started, right? It doesn't mean you have to do the exact same thing because because maybe they adjusted strategies as they. There's probably some some steps there you can skip. That's what we sure. try to help our students do is not make those unnecessary early mistakes. But you're not gonna start with those videos, right? Like we have a lot of people come to us and I want a YouTube channel. I'll be like, great. How many videos have you made so far? None. It's like, well, do not start a YouTube channel yet. Then you know, let's make a few yeah. videos first because that right. is more complicated. And then that tends to alleviate the pressure. I think there's another aspect of just performance anxiety. You know, this is something new. We've never done it before. Um, I think we we build it up in our minds as being sort of like almost public speaking, or in a lot of people's cases, yeah. even scarier than public speaking for some reason. Right. And it's for all sure. totally irrational, and we just have to kind of let it go. And I think. When you realize that you can make a video that no one else ever sees and that you can practice that way for a while and then you let yourself right. do that, you don't put that pressure to say, I got to be making money off of this in three weeks. And you just right. say, I'm going to learn the skill and then I'm going to go from there. That tends to make it a lot easier, right? So it's, it's kind of breaking down some of those expectations and sort of accepting like this is a journey. You know, it's going to take some time. Um, but the beauty of that is now I can I can take it one step at a time. I don't need to feel overwhelmed by it. So. Dude, I, I, I totally agree. And and I for those listening, guys, what, what makes Business Video School so good is you might go, I mean, how hard is it to make a video? It's not that hard. I push a button. But so much of what you're offering through through the school is, man, people, people just need accountability with this stuff. Oh, yeah. Because it's uncertain to them. It's new. Right, like I don't need a trainer at the gym because I don't know how to walk on a treadmill and I don't know how to curl a dumbbell. I need a trainer so that when I consider not showing up, I know that there's going to be somebody calling me out saying, "Hey, bro, like you need to get here." And so, right. like, what does accountability look like inside of y'all's program? 
Yeah, and that's that's a great point. I, I think this is where a lot of online learning is currently lacking, you know, because we go on and we yeah. take the course and we watch the stuff and completion rates for online courses are like 10 or 15 percent in a lot of cases, right. you know, and then if you look at actually applying what you're learning, it's like in the single digits, right? So wow. it's really important that, especially for something as intimidating as video, because those are rates on just any online learning, you know, learning how to, to knit or something, right? And the completion rates right. are still yeah. that bad. We're talking about something people are literally scared to do. So we have, we've focused a lot on accountability, right? I mean, it, we, have, we have homework assignments for every single class um, that are okay. applicable to your business, right? So if you just do the homework, you're actually already making content for your business. But beyond that, we have a couple other things we do. Um, the main one I'll talk about, because I think it's the most impactful from an accountability standpoint, are the challenges that we do. So every month okay. we hold, we used to call them accountability challenges, literally. We, we've since sort of expanded what they are, so we call them video challenges now. Um, but the idea is that we pick a theme, we say, look, we're going to all make a, a holiday video, right? Or for instance, we actually have one coming up, and I don't know when the, the show's being released, so it may have already happened at this point. But you know, we have one we're doing where we're actually going to be making fundraising videos. So everybody's going to choose their favorite oh, nonprofit. Okay. We're going to go through and make a video to raise money for them. We're going to put it online. We're going to attach a little fundraiser sticker thing to it. And we're going to raise a bunch of money for a bunch of charities. And what we do in Very these cool. challenges is for, there, there's one thing we've found that, that actually holds people accountable. And it's letting down your peers, right? So, yeah. so doing something yeah. where other people who you want to respect you are disappointed in you, right? Like that's an incredibly powerful motivator, especially for very competitive individuals. And we work with real estate agents tend to be very competitive, right? And right. so yeah. we use that to, to motivate them to do the, the thing that they want to do anyway. So we split up into teams and then you can earn one point or zero points, that's it. You as an individual either complete okay. your project and turn it in by the deadline or you don't, right? And then we total up the points. So basically you you can get one point but you can't get any more than that and then the only thing you can do is encourage your teammates once you've done your project. And so, so far from, from doing these, we've had 75% of the participants actually complete their video by the deadline, um, wow. which is like, you know, compare that to like completion rates of online courses oh, is just yeah. sort of mind blowing, right? Um, so that that is the main one. That's the thing that. that's it's fun. It's competitive. You know, there's a prize for the team that wins. Um, you get to make something for your business. Some of them are more, uh, you know, altruistic. Like obviously, the nonprofit challenge is going to be a, a great way to do something. You know, to support a cause you believe in and, and kind of take the attention yeah. off of yourself. But we've done challenges with you know holiday videos and challenges with video messages. Like we literally did one where we were sending video messages to generate listings, and a bunch of our students did generate listings from it. Um, awesome. so that the challenges are that to me, like, that's the thing I think is the, the, the key to the accountability and it also makes things a lot of fun. So that, that, that would be the big one. Yeah. And I, and it's anybody could do right. Like, yes, we want people to go sign up for business video school because the success rate, if they do that versus just go, I'm going to be better, right? Like, obviously it's oh, higher. Right. Sure. But Got, they could they could get with three of their friends and they could do a challenge amongst each other. All right, mm -hmm. I'm in a challenge right now with a buddy of mine that's a realtor here in, in, in Dallas-Fort Worth and we're seeing who can get the most likes on TikTok between now and September 1st because we both suck at TikTok and we wanted to get better. And so we created a challenge to just motivate us to keep going. I love it. It's, yeah. it's not that hard. No, it's it's not. I mean, I think it's, you know, we 
we look for accountability when we feel ready. You know what I mean? Like I think people sort yeah. of they sort of want to wait until oh I got to have all my ducks in a row and all that kind of stuff. And you know I I encourage people you know you should be looking for that stuff before you feel ready, right? Because if we wait until 100%. we're ready, it, it, we're always going to be falling you know behind the trends and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I mean I love that. I mean I think we obviously build the structure for our students, but you can do this anywhere, right? I mean, you, you can find yeah, somebody course. that wants to push you and vice versa and, you know, make, you can even, you can even come up with ways to keep yourself accountable, right? You could set a goal and say, if I yeah. don't do this, I'm going to have to give a bunch of money to my buddy or something, you know, I mean, it doesn't have to be yeah. um, even involving other people, but I, we have found that the, the team-based approach um, right. does create a lot of peer pressure, you know, good peer pressure, right? But yeah. so if you well, can, wherever you can find peer pressure, find it, right? Yeah, sadly, I'll let myself down every day, but I won't let you down. Right. And so you're just tapping into the humanity of, of who we are, which, which is brilliant. And, and so Nick, my, my last question for you before we wrap up this episode and we might just need to do a part two so we can just keep talking all things video. Um, I was, I was at lunch today with a realtor friend of mine and he was asking me, should I always shoot in 16 by nine? Should I always shoot in nine by 16? Like I know that, you know, certain platforms like certain ways, but if I want to take one video and then mass use it across other platforms. So like, what do you guys teach? Cause I'm just a content guy, right? Like mm -hmm. people call me a video expert because they see me on video all the time talking about social media. I don't run a, I don't run a video school, right? So you guys are so technical in, in everything that you do, which, which I lack 100% of. And so is there like, is there a ratio that you should shoot in more than the other? Is it completely dependent on what type of, of video you're doing? Like how, what, how do you guys teach through that? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a common question. And that one, it, so here's what I would say. I, I would kind of take it a step back and I would say, first, okay. you got to understand who your ideal customer is. Right. And I think this is something that maybe didn't matter 10 years ago to most small businesses. And I think it's becoming gradually more and more important. And so we, we even teach our students how to create a, a full on customer avatar, like a profile of your ideal client, right? Yeah. And that can be frustrating. A lot of people feel like they get pigeonholed from that sort of an approach and all that. But once you do that, once you're honest with yourself about who that person is that you really would love to have more of as a customer, the rest of that sort of starts to answer itself, right? Because then okay. you can answer the question, where do those people spend their time? In my, in my experience, if you're trying to post to all of the different social platforms all the time, you're probably spreading yourself too thin. Um, sure. There is a good chance there's a, a significant number of those platforms you probably, you personally don't use, right? So you're not checking right. if you're getting comments or messages very often, you know, all that kind of stuff. So unless you have a big team and you, you need to be doing it that way, then that's fine. But first you figure that out, right? So you know who you're, who you're working with, who, where are they spending time, right? Like for instance, if they're young, well, you're gonna shoot everything vertical because they're spending all their time on their phone, right? They're spending their time on TikTok and Instagram and those are pretty much the, the main places, you know, Snapchat, those sorts of things, right? If they're much older, you know, if you're working with people who are downsizing homes and, you know, are retiring or whatever that might be, then you're gonna probably yeah. wanna be on Facebook, maybe YouTube, maybe LinkedIn. I mean, I guess everybody uses YouTube, so that one's kind of a universal one, right? But that's sure. going to determine that answer, right? Okay. So that's the first thing. You just got to know who you're sort of working with. And then the other other yeah. part of it, I would say, is if you're smart about how you shoot, if you're in that category where I'm going to put this everywhere, what should I shoot in consistently? 
what I would suggest is shoot in 4K, right? Most, if you have a phone that's more than, you know, or less than like two years old, they, they usually do shoot in 4K. And then what you wanna to try to do is keep whatever it is you wanna make sure is in both versions of the video in the middle of the video, right? So try, try you know, you got about 50% or even 60% on, on, on sides that you're gonna lose because what you can then later do is crop in on the oh, middle section. Okay. So you can take the middle <clears throat> and because it's 4K, it's a 1080p video in a vertical sense, right? So if you cut uh, okay. out that middle piece, that is now a normal vertical video, and then you've got your 4K landscape video, right? Brilliant. Again, that's that's getting more advanced, right? But that's uh, that that's one way to do. It. I actually there was another there's another way to do it, which is I saw a TikTok video where somebody took two phones and rubber banded them together and then <laughs> shot both in vertical and in landscape at the same time you there know you go. so you can go that route if you want but come on creativity uh, yeah, there's finest. easier ways <laughs> so <laughs> dude, that it's i love that it, i never even thought about cropping from 4k still keeps you at 1080p and that's why i bring guys like you on this show there you go to not right. just educate the listener but educate me so I said that was my last question, but this is my show. And so I'm allowed to ask a, a second right. last question. <laughs> so I, I often will ask guests like, what would be your final plea? Because we have listeners that they're not doing video. They literally say, Kyle, I love your podcast. It's amazing. And I go, how are your videos? Well, you know, like I'm, I'm planning on doing them in a couple of months. So Nick, what, to the listener that is still on the fence, like they just can't get over that hump. What would be like your final plea to them as to why today needs to be the day that they just get their camera out and do some form of video, whether it's a DM, a Marco Polo, whatever it is, like what, what, what would you say to them? Well, what I, what I would say is, if you, I think what a lot of people are still hung up on is they think there's a slight possibility that the video thing might be a fad, right? That this is going to maybe Whoa. go away or maybe there's a way they're not going to have to do it. And that's yeah. why I always reiterate, like, it's a form of communication, right? If, if you accept that it's a form of communication, it's not just a marketing tool, you will not right. be able to avoid it, right? which means every single one of us will have to go through the learning curve. There's no way around it. We're gonna to have to learn to communicate through video. There'll be different versions. You can do whichever version you want, but you're gonna to have to pick. And every day you wait, and this has always been true, but especially from this day forward, there are other people who are starting down that learning curve, right? So they are yeah. going to be ahead of you. And so every day you wait, you're either putting yourself at a competitive disadvantage where somebody else right. is going to forever be better than you because they're ahead of you, right? Or you're gonna have to spend a lot of extra time and money catching up. And in fact, that's what's gonna have to happen because in another so many years, like, I mean, again, it's just gonna continue getting bigger and bigger. Right. And you're gonna be freaking out because you're gonna be losing customers to people who are doing video, who are, who are sending video messages or whatever it might be and building stronger relationships. And we didn't even get into the psychology of the way people interpret a video versus other types of content, but they're forming yeah. a relationship. Like video builds a relationship in a way other content doesn't. So you're gonna, if you wait, you're gonna feel the pain. And then when you scramble to catch up, 
there's no easy solutions, right? Because those people are building brand and brand is very hard to compete with. It's not a lead gen strategy. It's a real relationship with that audience. And how yeah. do you cut into that later, right? So that that's a couple layers there, but but that's Come kind on. of the, the whole point. You got to start and you might as well start now. <laughs> All right. So a third last question. Uh, this is I've never <laughs> asked three last questions. So congr so congratulations. Oh, good. Yeah. You you have officially achieved the most last questions of any episode. So nice. Let's yes, there will be a trophy in the mail with your oh, right. face Sweet. on it. Is there a cash um, bonus too? No. <laughs> dude, I could add that. We could have a cash bonus. Yes. I'm yeah, I'm happy to do that. Uh so you you talked about the psychology of it, of the way mm -hmm. someone would receive a video message as to to another form of so Obviously, we don't have enough time to like dig deep, deep, deep into that. But give people 90 seconds, right? Psychology 101, for, you know, for, for the novice of like, what does that mean? That, that video messaging from a psychology standpoint is received differently. What like, Explain yeah. that. Well, the easiest way I, I think that at least I try to think about this is put it this way. Our, we did not evolve with the video, right? So like our brains are not evolved to understand that there is a thing called video. So the only thing our brains understand is that when I can see someone's face and I can hear their voice and I can see them moving, you know, and they're, and they're using yeah. their hand gestures and all kind of stuff, the only thing our brains fundamentally understand is this person must be sitting in front of me talking to me right now, right? Um, wow. It's why it's, it's sort of the same reason people like talk to the television sometimes, right? Because like our brains, not consciously, we know it's a TV, but the rest of our brain right. that we can't control doesn't. It does not know that. So it, wow. it thinks we're talking to that person. So every time a video of a person shows up in front of you, your brain thinks you're talking to that person and you're building a relationship with them. Now that happens to some degree with voice. It happens to some degree with writing. Um, but you're missing that crucial component, which is the face. You're not seeing the person's face move. And so there, there's also a part of our brain that's completely dedicated to recognizing other human faces, right? Because obviously that's an important part of our evolution over time. So what that means is that, and, th and this, just think about like celebrities, right? Like you have, you have movie stars you, you love or these people that you adore, and you have what's called a parasocial relationship with them. It's a one-sided but very real relationship. And it's why celebrities have to pretend like they know you when you meet them. That's why they'll be nice and they'll let you put their, your arm around them and do all these things that are totally weird for a total stranger I, because they understand you have a relationship with them, but they don't have one with you and they so need to, to sort of lean into that, right? So there's all, obviously there's a lot more to it than that, but that's the, the basic gist of it, right? So anytime, that's why I say, anytime you can do video instead of wow. other forms, you're deepening the relationship in a way that you can't with other forms of communication. And Nick, here's what's sad. That, what you just said, that should be enough. Right. Like, that should be enough, right? Like you said, there's so much more, but to the listener that's still struggling with video, like that is, that's it. Like that is what they need to understand to just get over this hump and, 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 I, that's just that was so that's incredible bro like what what a what a what a beautiful way to to just put that out there and guys this is why go invest in business video school so nick how do people how do people connect with business video school how do people connect mm -hmm. with you you know hopefully they think you're cool as well as business video school 
And, and so how do people connect with you guys? Yeah, absolutely. So um, easiest place to get in touch with us is just our website, biz, so B-I-Z, videoschool.com, okay. right? Um, you can also, one of the first things I would do, because here we understand that video is intimidating. And so, you know, hiring somebody to, to help you with it can be a little bit of a process. So sure. I would recommend you get our mini course, right? So you get on our website, we have a tab for, for free video lessons, or it might say mini course. Okay. Get signed up for that. You're going to get 14 days worth of free little short video lessons from us. And cool. that gives you an idea of what we're like, right? You're going to get to experiment, awesome. you know, find out what we do, how we work and get to know us, that, that's probably the best place to get started. Okay, cool. And and so hopefully, guys, go check it out. And and then do, do you want people to connect with you or do you like well, to Well, yeah, I mean, if you want to, I was going to say, you know, I got to push the business, right? But uh, yeah, no, obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm Nick Niehaus. I, I think my, let's see, Instagram, it's the real Nick Niehaus. So, ch so check me out there, check, check me out there. And then um, on, you know, the other one's just, look up Nick Niehaus. It's N-I-E-H-A-U-S. That can be kind of confusing. And we'll have all this in the show notes. All of it in the show cool. notes. Bro, dude, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, just what a what a wealth of knowledge. And we'll definitely have to get a get a part two in on this thing. So I, I appreciate you so much. Yeah. Of course. Thanks for having Guys, me. Yeah, man. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. We'll be back real soon with another cool person with an even cooler story. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If this episode made an impact, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and talking about it on social media. Go make a difference, and we'll see you soon.